They say a picture is worth a thousand words. But what if those words were all mumbled and jumbled and translucent and you couldn't read them? How much are those words really worth then? Or a better question is, how many words would that picture really be worth? Well, in this episode of the Fizbo Smarts podcast, I will be going over photography in selling your home, specifically photo quality. I will give three tips when taking photos of your home, and we will go into what matters most for your potential buyer and what looks, angles, and techniques of taking those pictures of your home and putting your home in the best light, giving your house that great look. And we'll answer the question, what will put your house out as a showcase home in the midst of all of the noise and allow your home to shine from the outside and within, showing the great qualities of your home so that other potential buyers and viewers online can really see them? Well, that's coming up in episode 44 of the Fizbo Smarts podcast. But first, our intro. Hi, this is Steve Klein with the Fizbo Smarts Podcast, bringing you the best tips, tools, and techniques for sale by owner as it relates to real estate that you own an investment property or your personal home or residence so that you can learn techniques that can save you literally tens of thousands of dollars on your next home sale and allow you to become Fizbo Smart. Hey there. So we're talking about photos and photography, which is a great topic right now because right now it's August it's the summer. It's 2022. I don't know where you live, but here it's fairly warm. We get uh, a lot of sunshine in the Northwest, and it's really great because a lot of the times here it's raining, at least in the valley where I live. And so it's kind of nice. You know, it's sunny, it's warm. And I think I wanted to make this episode kind of light, you know, just a quick, short episode, but also give you some really packed information that you can use when selling your home and just give you some different ideas. And one of these things that always come up for this in the summertime, at least for me, is is photos. Like I like I love to take pictures. And in the summertime, it's great because the sun's shining. There's a lot of greenery out. You know, you're going on vacation. And then I started thinking about it, and I thought, well, how does this apply to selling your home? Well, we know that selling your home in the summertime is a good time to sell because people are out, people are moving. There's, uh, in fact, the best time, I think, is around spring to the beginning of summer, because this is where people have just had graduation ceremonies for their kids. You yourself might have been graduating. You know, there's there's just different people doing different things. They're 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 moving, they're shaking They're You know, wintertime is usually when people are settling down. And so right now is the best time, I'd say, to take photos of your home if you're selling it now. Let's just say you're not sure about selling it, but you want to sell it in the wintertime. I would still say that right now is the best time to take your photo because even if you decide not to sell your home right at this moment, but your house looks beautiful, the, the trees are green, the leaves are, are out, they're blowing in the wind, the sun is just shining on, you know, it's just the best time, to, at least in my opinion, it's a great time to take your uh, a picture of your house, photos of your home, and maybe you can store them away, put them on a hard drive somewhere. I mean, we do live in a digital age, right? I mean, you can take pictures and then store them on a hard drive somewhere or even on your phone. Now, I'm not going to really talk about the equipment that much in this episode, 
Although I will say that some of your iPhones and your smart devices are taking photos really similar to what a DSLR camera can do. My new iPhone 12 Pro, which I think now there's the 13 coming out or maybe even 14. I don't even know which one we're with, but mine will actually do the wide angle lens. You can do that as well, which I do talk about that in my course about angles. And I will mention that here in a bit. But what, I, what, I, what I'm trying to say is that there's a lot of potential that you're your own devices have. Don't go out and think you have to spend a lot of money, especially if money is tight right now. You can use you know, a lot of the new modern cell phones that, you, that you're just using already. And you can email that photo to yourself and then it can be on your hard drive. There's easy ways of getting the, the photos to you so you can put it online to your, on your listing. Either be at Zillow or Fizbo.com or whatever you happen to, to list your, your, uh, your house with. So that being said, let's get into this. First of all, how many photos do you like taking? Like I said earlier, I love taking photos of family, photos of friends, photos of hiking. I love taking photos of at the beach or anywhere I happen to be at. I just, I don't know, I just love it, especially since right now it's so inexpensive. I mean, long gone are the days of taking your roll of 24 exposure film or 36 exposure film and taking it down to the store uh, and hoping they 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 turned out right, hoping they developed. I mean, we don't have to worry about that at all. We can take as many pictures as we want. We can see the results in real time. We can say, oh, that that was overexposed, that was underexposed. It's it's a great a great era to live in. So taking photos of your home is like having family photos. Only the people will want to see your photos of your home. I know that sounds a little harsh, but it's true. I mean, people usually don't want to see pictures of other people's families, right? Unless they know them. I mean, it's even when you go over to your relative's house, it may be a little bit, if depending on how long the slideshow is and if it's really pertaining to you, you might get kind of bored. And that's that old joke about, you know, do you want to really sit there and watch, look through family photos? Well, the truth is this family photo is not really a family photo. It's your home. And in a way you're, you're still showcasing something that maybe is important to your family because you've lived there a number of years, maybe, possibly. But in a way, this is the family photos that they will want to see. They want to see this home because they're going to purchase this home. So you have to make sure that your home is in a good light. And remember, that's the main goal here. We're trying to showcase our home, your home, as if it's their home. I talked about this in episode two, and I think even episode four of this podcast, when we were walking you through a real time and a real life for sale by owner, the home sale that I did. You can check back on those episodes if you like, but in those episodes, I talked about this technique. So let's get into it. Number one, here's the three techniques. Number one, use angles to your advantage. And what I mean by this is the edges and the corners. If you're looking at a a room, if you can look at it in in an angle, an interesting angle, you want to limit the wide angle shots if at all possible. And the main reason for this is you want to show your authenticity. You want to be authentic about the room that you're showing because how many times have you seen a room that's shot in a wide angle and then you get there and it's not even as big as it looked in the in this wide angle lens? A lot of real estate agents are also getting criticized for this. So just be careful when using the angles to take your uh, photo. Number two, lighting and color. Make sure that it's well lit. You want your room And your whole house to be well lit inside, especially outside, but also inside. So if there's a, let's say a dark overcast day outside, obviously you wouldn't want to 
take the picture then if you can. Wait until it's more either overcast or, or well lit. Also, if it's too sunny on the outside exterior, that'll drown out your shot as well. So just kind of find that balance. You'll, you'll know uh, by seeing the picture results. And back to the inside of the house, what I wanted to talk about there is that you want to make sure that everything is well lit. If you can open the curtains, expose outside light inside, that would be the best. And you want to make sure your color matches what's actually there. No oversaturating. In other words, you know how sometimes you can change your photos on your phone and you can change it to vivid? You don't want to really do that here. You just want to, you might be able to enhance the color a bit, but you don't want to be unrealistic. So keep that in mind when you're shooting your, your shots. You want them to be real to life. Giving people the real photo, if, and if people like it, they will fill in the color themselves in their own minds. They'll paint the picture of what they want to see. So even if you think, oh man, that doesn't look really colorful or that doesn't look good. Well, by all means, you know, make it enhance it to the realisticness of what it is, but don't go beyond that. All right. And here, finally, tip number three, clear the clutter before shooting. And what I mean by that is before you go on your photo shoot, well, it's just what I said, clear the clutter, any sort of boxes that you may have. And I think this goes without saying, but uh, you may you may have something in your house that's just it's been there for so long that it becomes sort of transparent to you. You don't even see it, but we see it. So you might just be used to this little, I don't know, let's just say this ugly vase that's on this countertop that you've left there for who knows how long. Or maybe you have a, a cluttered up cubby that you put all of your mail in, for example. It's it's just there. You just don't even pay attention to it anymore. But it would be home seller would. They would see that as a mess. So be sure you clean up the clutter before taking your photos. And I want to give you a bonus tip. But first, if you're finding value, be sure you subscribe to this Apple podcast. Go to the Apple podcast and make sure you subscribe there. It really helps us in our ratings. And it gets more of this this information out to people that are trying to sell their home for sale by owner and save a little money in this uh this time of the uh, volatile marketplace, if I, if I could call it that. I'm sure everything will rebound, but it, it's always good to uh, have options, right? I mean, this is another option that you have in the sale of your home. And here's my bonus tip. Take as many photos as possible. The more you can paint a picture, the more the people can get their eyes on your home and the more likely that you will have to find that right person who will really want your home and call it their own. And the more people's eyes that you can get on your home, the more likely you are going to find that right person who really wants your home and to call it their home. So that's really important. So that was it. Those are my top three picks for taking photos of your home. Make sure, one, you get the angles and use angles to your advantage. Uh, Make sure that it's authentic. Number two, lighting and color. Make sure your rooms are well lit and make sure you're not using too much over color or saturation. And number three, clear the clutter before doing your photo shoot. And that's it. Hopefully that'll help you in in, uh, taking your your photos of your home for sale by owner and get more views on your home so you can make a great home sale, saving you thousands of dollars on the real estate agent commission. Because in the end, who needs this person coming over to your house with this big professional camera and it's just going to charge you tens of thousands of dollars for the same pictures that you could do yourself? Now, don't get me wrong. If you really want to, you can still hire someone to do the photography for you. That's not a, a 
big deal. In fact, that's still going to be thousands of dollars cheaper than than giving that commission to a real estate agent. So I'd say, yeah, go for it. If you found a someone or if you even have a friend, I mean, usually you can get a good photographer around 500 to to $1,000 even. I mean, that's even on the high end. I mean, you can probably even find someone that will want to do it for free. Maybe a, a relative that's into photography or a, a student wanting to practice for their internship, uh, just getting out of college. Who knows? But the point is, you have a lot of options in this uh, digital realm that you live in today where photography, pictures, you have a lot to choose from. I have friends that are great photographers, and I think I would hire them to do some of the more high-end professional photography, especially if I had a, a larger home that I'm trying to sell. I would hire them to do a photo shoot just because I want to get that right angle, and maybe I don't have time to do it. But I'm just giving that to you because there's just a lot of different options that you have if you decide not to do it yourself. There's still other options available to you. But again, those are my three tips for uh, taking great photos for your home sale. I'd encourage you to go back to episode two and four. Those are at the very beginning of uh, of our podcast when we started this uh, about three years ago. And I think it's it's just like fun to, to look back. I was just uh, listening to it uh, the other day, knowing I was preparing for this this podcast. And it's just kind of fun to kind of go back. And, and there's some tips I give in there as far as uh, photo shoots and I think angles. Anyway, well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Stay tuned for our next episode where we're going to be going over the 10 steps to selling your home for sale by owner. I'm going to talk about the 10 major components that you need to do before you put any home up for sale. These are my top 10 picks of the things that I think are the most important for preparing your home for home sale for sale by owner. So be sure to tune in for that. And until next time, have a great rest of your summer. And we'll see you in the next episode.